Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the Minute Podcast. If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage and we'll tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, it's hard to say if it'll last. But give us just a minute and we'll give you a podcast. The Minute Podcast. Great. Thanks for joining us again. As you may know by now, this is a weekly conversation uh, between John and myself where we review a listener-submitted minute of content, either from movies, TV, or somewhere else on the internet, and we try to talk about it, orient ourselves, and figure out what's going on. John, what are we looking at today? All right. Today we're discussing a clip from Birdemic, Shock and Terror. Uh, it's known as The Clapping Scene, uh, and uh, that link's going to be in the description for the podcast, and this is supplied by Robert. Excellent, and this week's episode is brought to us by the droids you're looking for. These ones. These droids. You found them. Visit Motorola.com slash MinutePod for a 10% discount on your droids today. All right. So, uh, what do we want to talk about first is uh, our relation to this clip, how much we know about it, you know, how much our, we have familiarity with it. Uh, how about you, Paul? What, what, are you familiar with uh, Birdemic Shock and Terror? You know, I think I've heard it mentioned as one of those famously bad movies or something in that context, but beyond that, nothing at all. I had it briefly confused with Alfred Hitchcock's Birds or The Birds. Turns out not the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I I also am vaguely familiar with it. Uh, my, uh, my cousin's husband... Uh, who I, I you know I lived with them briefly and uh, he loves horrible movies and so he's shown me the the ad for Birdemic uh, and you know talked about it in glowing terms but in in any other way I I know very little or anything about the plot of this film or yeah basically at all I, I feel like birds are most likely involved but we really don't know at no. least not yet no <laughs> so. Uh, just to quickly go through the description of what we're going to say in the script, uh, what's going to be happening. This scene takes place in what appears to be a boardroom of some kind. There's a man up at the front delivering news to a group of people in the room, and the remainder of the clip is just them reacting to that news. Yep. Great. Well, John, uh, let's let's do a reading of the script then. Do you want to be um, businessman? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be the businessman. You be the businessman, and then we should both be the office workers. All right. All right. Uh, All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I have some great news. Our board of directors has agreed to the acquisition of MCT Software by Oracle Corporation for a billion dollars. Woo! You guys, you guys have worked so hard. You've all earned your stock options. Congratulations. Woo! Yeah. 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 Woo! Yeah. Woo. Stock options. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Woo! Stock options! Yeah! Was that six? I think so. 
Okay. <laughs> I should add, uh, they they didn't actually say stock options in the audio in the office worker group at any point. I got a little carried away. Yeah, so I yeah. Apologize. For uh, this isn't an improv or a bad movie podcast, Paul. What are we doing right now? Okay. I, I ask myself that every time we sit down to record one of these, John. All right. I just, we just have to define ourselves rather than That's having true. people define us. Okay. On the internet. Okay. Right. So. As you can tell, uh, not a lot of dialogue no. happening in that scene. And, John, it, it's possible that people might have picked up on the subtle breaks in the audio we were trying to put in there. Yes. The breaks in the clapping sessions. The breaks that ca- I don't inherently already sort of edit into it or try and, it, and attempt to edit out of it <laughs> at any given point in time. Right, well, why did we do that, John? Okay, that is because I assume that they only had one camera to shoot this thing. Uh, so the, uh, every time that the camera cut to a different group of people, it was in fact them clapping for all of 30 seconds, and then it would cut to a different group, and then they would start clapping again, as though we were, we wanted to experience the, the initial clapping experience that everyone else would only through a long period of time, so that we could know and understand each of the characters sitting around uh, this table. And by characters, I mean extras that were obviously already working on this film and were told to come in with business shirts. Mm -hmm. Well, why do you think they would have made that choice from a cinematography background? Is there, is there any, any potential reason for that? Because it's, it's incredibly weird that they would stop and start clapping. Like, even if you only had one camera, you would think. They also kept, Mm. they also kept using the same clip. Of some of them, I noticed that at least some of it was repeat clips. Yeah. yeah, and and the audio would also like they they obviously would use like the the extras would obviously like just say the same thing or like shout the same thing at the beginning each time, so they'd mm-hmm. seem like robotic as that they're just starting the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Um, Incredibly strange. It's almost as though they tried to clip together multiple camera shots, but then like instead of having it naturally like you know, switch from this camera to this camera at the same time, you know, like that sort of thing, have it be like an actual movement of time. They decided just to start the scene over and over again, just from different yeah. angles. Do you think this was made in iMovie? <laughs> it, it certainly feels like it. Well, the other thing I noticed is that uh, the businessman, uh, mm-hmm. he's alone in his shot. Uh, when, when, you know, when he's talking, he's he's by himself in seemingly an empty room because there is an absolute sound difference between the businessman standing and talking. And then when people are, are clapping, like I understand this from like maybe a technical perspective, like clapping requires like less sound editing. Like, like it would, Mm. it would be a more difficult thing to sort of like restrain in terms of uh, ambient sounds and stuff. I'm sure this is going to be a hell of an episode of our own podcast to edit because of the clapping, (laughs) which is why we clap uh, softly um but yes the, we, we we totally clap softly. yes well i clapped softly if you go deaf it's because of paul uh and so one of the things is is that like it's just going to be like it it'll be a perfectly like like the audio balance will be perfect for the businessman and then all of a sudden it'll sound like you're l- watching this through a television like mm-hmm. 50 feet away when they're well, it's even it's even worse than that, John, because visually he's by himself in some shots, and then he has people behind yes, him. Yes, he has a man, this poor green-shirted man, green-beshirted man, 
who stands like beside him the entire scene when when it's a far shot from across the table. But the moment mm-hmm. it's over, like like right in front of him, like a like a mid shot, that's when the green man disappears. And so like it means to get this incredible delivery from businessman, they uh, they had to take the shot more than once. <laughs> this was a redo, yes. right? Uh, to get a redo. That. Or it's a sound consideration thing. I don't know. Or it's plausible. I mean, I like know. I would not put it like the quality of video is not so good that I couldn't tell. Like, is this a green screen that's just been compressed enough that like, you know, are, are, is the businessman talk like in a studio and then they like just randomly were they were able to get into this plausible. office space for thirty seconds so they just had to like take one take of them clapping for thirty seconds and then run out. Maybe that's what it was. They didn't actually have permission to be in the space, so they all just walked in, <laughs> filmed it, and just ran off. Yeah, I mean, they're all in business attire. Uh, yeah. Somebody can hide the camera in, like, a bag or something that they take into the office. And then that's when, you know, the security guard knocks on the door and is like, wait, you you don't work here? And then they just... Are, John, are you, are you saying this entire movie is a series of flash mobs? <laughs> that, that works. Or, like, guerrilla movie making. That sounds much more exciting. Yeah, that sounds cool. John, I, I have an awful lot to, to say about this clip. <laughs> there is a lot to say about a clip with very little dialogue or really anything happening. Almost no content at all. No. <laughs> the first thing that I want to say, though, is what year do you think this movie was made in? Oh, hmm. Because I accidentally saw what I think is the production date okay. in like the YouTube description, and I want to get your thoughts first. Okay, so my guess would be like early 2000s? 2010. 2010! If the YouTube description is to be believed, and my recollection is to be believed. But I thought this looked like it was made in like 1997. I mean, not only it definitely not twenty ten. Like we were both over yeah. ten years off, Paul. Like that's that's. Which was pretty upsetting, but but like, also the costumes that people are wearing. Some of their business wear looks very modern, but some of it kind of looks like it's from the nineties. I mean, a lot of it kind of looks like it was picked out of like bargain bin at Walmart. Like like this looks like the sort yeah. of like business wear you'd pick up in like you know a big box store, like a place where, you know. You can buy a lot of really cheap business clothes to put on extras for a low cost, right? That's, that is damn plausible. But the the first thing that I thought when I watched this clip for the first time is... Uh, so you have the opening line, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And I was convinced that businessman was going to say, this is Mambo number five. <laughs> Why? Why Mambo number no five? Because that's how Mambo number five starts. It- <laughs> ladies and gentlemen... This is Mambo number five. <laughs> what about what about the business? Okay, we should describe businessman. Describe businessman mm. for the audience, Paul, because I want so, I want to see your logic behind. I want to see businessman through your eyes to see where this is going to go into Mambo number five territory. Okay. Okay. So so businessman looks like a stereotypical middle manager from a mid-sized corporate conglomerate from 1987. <laughs> so he he's a little. He's a little thick, uh, his, he's a little wrinkled, thick. he has some sort of mustache, I think. Yes. He he might be balding. Balding and mustachioed and just, would definitely be two yeah. of the things that I, I think. We, I don't he also have the has video on a, open, He has so. a, I, I don't either, but he has a large pinky ring also. <laughs> of course he does. A large gold pinky ring. 
So you, you put all that together, and I'm like, maybe he is going to sing Mambo number five. Does the pinky ring possibly help him with his clapping? Oh, like, does hope, it add a nice, so. like, flourish to it? Like, a, a weight? Like, you know how you put, like, you can buy mice, like, computer mice with weights inside of them? I mean, I imagine you could probably buy regular mice with weights inside of them, but <laughs> I'm not interested what? in that particularly. Um, but, like, computer mice with weights inside of them to help you, like, I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. It's a counterbalance because his right hand, uh, he's a really small pinky, and yeah. his left hand has, like, a big pinky, so he had to counterbalance like, for this clapping scene. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear my clapping ring today and everybody's like oh bob bob had his clapping ring on i think we got some good news about this uh mct software and oracle corporation buyout well john let, let's talk about the good news a little bit actually okay do these people work for mct software or oracle corporation or neither well considering i happen to know that oracle corporation is an actual real life large conglomerate like okay I'm pretty sure they're a big network. There's some sort of computer-y thing. I mean, software is obviously part of MCT, but uh, I don't think they're part of Oracle. Because I imagine Oracle, uh, people who work at Oracle can probably afford to buy their shirts at least from Amazon instead of Walmart. Okay, uh, so we're saying that these people work for MCT software? Yeah. You also see in the middle of the, the table that they're all sitting at, it looks like they just have, like, a strip of, like, uh, what is it that... Uh, you know, with the surge protectors. Yeah, the surge protectors, but they're like you know just gray surge protectors coming up through the middle of the table instead of like the table being a like you know like a like an office table with surge uh, with, with like you know built in surge protectors. Well, let, let's talk about that for a minute then before we <laughs> a swing minute back on the surge protectors now. To MCT. We? <laughs> well, not just the surge protectors, but the the room that they're in in, gem, in okay. general. So. My theory is that they're actually in a small classroom at a community college. Like the actual, like the corporation the actual is? Set. Or... No, no, that's, that's where the set is. That's because they have these really cheap um, fake tabletops on top of what I assume are even cheaper tables underneath. <laughs> have you ever been in like a an office that doesn't have a really big table in the boardroom? So they take these things out and roll them out to cover the like pop-up tables they have there? uh nope well it it exists (laughs) and it's what you do if you if you don't have a you know a big fancy table so i think in trying to make this room look as much like a boardroom as they could they brought in some folding card tables put those on top stuck those power uh, cords through the surge protectors you'll see they also everyone has a single sheet of blank printer paper a single pencil and a water bottle and a water bottle yes i noticed nothing written on any of it and behind them is a big chalkboard behind businessman uh, with the same kind of cheap covers put over it to make it look like a proper wall. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So I, I'm very nearly convinced that this was shot in like a Hagerstown community college. A Hagerstown specifically. Classroom. Well, they, I mean, it looks shitty enough to be a Hagerstown community college room. So. Ooh, sick burn on HCC. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Come nobody knows what we're talking about. All right. So, <laughs> Um, yes. But, but, wait, but, okay. So is, is that everything about the actual setting of the room? I, I, I do you, think that that's else? everything of the setting. Um, I, there's like a, like a, like a pull down projector screen, right? Isn't there somewhere in there? Yeah, there seemed to be one up in the corner. They also had an easel set up. An easel, which, that's sort of what I think. I don't know. I think there was also a projector in there somewhere. But. Well, not a projector, just a screen. <laughs> just the screen. Yeah, they can't afford the projector. No. 
Uh, you can barely but, afford are, the movie, apparently. <laughs> they, they can't afford this movie. But we never settled on if they definitely work for MCT software or not. I think they work for MCT because why else would they be thrilled about being acquired by Oracle? And also, like, their stock I'm... options now are valuable because they are now acquired by Oracle, right? Okay, so so our, our theory then is that they work for MCT, which has been bought out by Oracle for a billion dollars. So it's a sizable company. Yeah. They're excited to now be part of Oracle primarily because of their stock options. Are we sure they're not going to get fired as part of this merger? That would be, That's a question I have. So I don't think these people are important enough to be getting any kind of payout or big bonuses as part of the merger. They're not on the board. We know that. Yeah. I don't so know. I, I guess I guess you're right. The main benefit is that they're getting their stock options are now worth more. Yeah, is that how it works in corporate mergers? Your old stocks become part of the new company stocks in a merger. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I don't Plausible. know. I've never, I've never. I mean, I've been part of a large company, but uh, never been merged. No, never been merged. Uh, I worked with a lot of people who were had been. Oh God, I don't know if I like word merged anymore (laughs) um but yeah so like uh anyway so like yeah i i guess like maybe they just have to move their offices to where oracle is and if they don't want to they there's like a there's an option like like a like a layoff sort of option or something they just they seem very excited to either have that buyout option to have their stocks be worth i mean presumably if their company is worth four uh, like a billion dollars Mm-hmm. Uh, which I love is just an arbitrary number that they just right. like nothing about this office makes them seem like they're worth a billion dollars unless they like no, it, unless they like I don't know unless they just released really, PUBG I don't think that <laughs> I, like, like this is what the office is they didn't say blue hole yeah this is the this is what I imagine the Korean office blue hole software blue hole being looking like except like like with like a horrible drop ceiling and all this sort of stuff and they're like what do we Ooh. do with like the $4.6 billion that we're now worth. Anyway, sorry, Stop completely questions. off topic, but... But not inaccurate. No, exactly. Be- beyond beyond that, everyone in the room kind of looks like at best a middle manager, which I think is who gets fired the most in a merger. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure all these guys are going to get laid off, and it's not going to be worth getting this excited not about. Not that, but we look around the room, and I don't like anybody in this room. Like, I kind of like a businessman... Uh, Bob, whatever his name is, I forget what we. Ab, Ab. We I don't think we ever learned his name. Oh, okay. No, I mean, but whatever we just made up his name is. Um, we just called him businessman. Businessman. Okay, businessman. He's too generic um, to get a name. I like. I kind of like BM, but I'm not really sure I like anybody else in this room. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that everyone else here is a horrible human being. Um, well, especially. Uh, White shirt Kevin and mustard shirt Steve. Oh my god, I was just gonna call him Kevin too. <laughs> yes. He's but, totally a Kevin, right? Yeah, I and I think these two are having an office affair of some kind. <laughs> While watching this, I was like, Paul's gonna suggest they're having an affair. <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, okay, let's go into the the logic behind it. Yes. Do you want to describe their interaction? Um, yes. So uh we're sitting here being tortured by having to watch these people clap over and over react over and over again to this news um and while we're doing so like it's mostly just people smiling that look like they've been smiling for about six hours to get their shot right Mm -hmm. and are just now like oh god please let this be the last one but uh what was it mark and 
Steve and uh, Kevin? Who was who Steve and Kevin? Steve and Kevin. So Steve and Kevin are sitting here, and uh, I assume Kevin is the one on the right, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I just I just wanted to make sure. Uh, so Kevin is to the right of Steve, and Steve seems mildly pissed at Kevin at the very beginning. Like like, and mm. then and then as this is happening, he looks to the right towards um towards uh the businessman, and and like he gets this news. He starts looking back. He's like so happy, and uh, Kevin pats him on the shoulder, which then turns into like uh, in the next time that we see them, the next time we come around the table to look at them, uh, mm. Kevin is now like gyrating while <laughs> s- sitting in his chair towards Steve, as Steve seems like mildly perturbed. Uh, no, I, I, he he's humping his chair. Yeah, John. he's humping. We, his we can chair. be a little he's, more yes, direct. Kevin yeah. is humping Steve's chair. While celebrating this billion dollars, it, it just it, the entire sequence is just like no, but no. Why would this be a thing that you? Why is this how you celebrate? Which, which is, which is basically the question I have the entire sequence. Like every Definitely. every shot, I'm like, why is this how you celebrate this news? <laughs> like, like what human does this, and in this way mm-hmm. <laughs> to this news. Well- that that is exactly true, and my favorite thing about Steve and Kevin's interaction is that you see it happen for the first time. Um, him humping his coworker's chair, mm-hmm. which everyone seems to be okay with. Yep. And then just to make sure you understood what was happening, they reuse the shot, but three feet to the left, <laughs> so you can still see Steve in his chair <laughs> looking over in the same way while these ladies give the world's most awkward high five. Oh no! It's not. It can you even call it a high five? First off, it's at like neck yeah. level. Like, like, the hands never really get all that high. And then That's second true. off, they don't, like, ever come apart again. Uh, are, is it possible that Steve and Kevin and these two ladies are all having affairs with one another? Like, is this, like, some sort of just, like, this row of people, they're, they're the people that are each having affairs with one another. Because these plausible. women just hold hands now. Like, this is just how their hands are after this high I five. think it's... I think it's a little more likely that they are so disturbed by what they saw Steve and Kevin do and the fact that HR, who's also at the table, didn't mm. say anything about it, that they're like, oh, no, I've forgotten how to act like a human. Let me hold your hand. Yeah. Uh, so, wait, no, then it, then I want to know who HR is out of all these people. I, I assume the, the blonde woman in the blazer who we see right at the end. Okay. Uh, I was going to go say that the guy who's laughing like a freaking maniac Laughing with blonde lady. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, God. No. Why are they laughing? Like, what is funny about this? Like, really, is this unclear. Is this how people react to good news? Like, laugh as though they just saw, like, the greatest America's Funniest Home video? Like, have you ever gotten news anything like this and then just been like, <laughs> I never have, but I've definitely never gotten news like this in a corporate boardroom, so... For all we know, this could be normal. This could be normal. That's true. I've never gotten this excited in a corporate boardroom before. Um, That's true. Yeah. And not only that, but well, it seems like everybody in that shot was just told to laugh like a maniac, and then nobody no, yeah, else that, was. Yeah, that's definitely what's happening. Because everyone yeah. else is just, like, their mouth is, like, open in a smile, clapping, except for, you know, Steve and, uh, and Kevin. Kevin. Well, it's. It, I guess it's entirely possible these were shot separately or shot on different days. They were. They were the obviously way. shot on different days. 
None of yeah, these it's, people it's, were in the same room with one another. That's very upsetting. Although at least there's no obvious repetition of the costumes. No. Between different no, no. extras. It's not like, yeah. It's not like every other person is wearing the same mustard shirt or the something. The same green blazer. Mm-hmm. Man. All right, John. Well, I guess, how do you think we got here in this scene then? And, and what do you think happens next? So, at this point, Paul, mm-hmm. I want to point out something. Please do. We've been recording this for about 25 minutes uh given you know the restart that i had to do at the beginning um <laughs> and uh i just want to ask you mm. what the hell does this have to do with birds oh where are the birds Paul? i was i hadn't stopped to think about it but i had assumed that one of the businesses was somehow bird related or was a, a software um, company and what we know is is most likely a networking company yeah. Well, I, I, now that you say it out loud, that makes a lot of sense. I assumed one of them had like a medical background and there was an avian flu thing that was going to come up at some point, but you're right. Neither of these companies should have anything to do with birds in any way. And why does the scene exist at all? Like, who's the main, like, is Steve and, 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 uh, and, um, Kevin? Kevin. Steve and Kevin, are they the main characters? Like, they seem to be the only people other than businessmen that, that is focused here. Like, wh- why? Like, wh- why does I, this I scene this exist has in something called Birdemic? Shock and terror. That's, that's a very valid question. I have no idea. <laughs> I And we are at a disadvantage because this is a clip that, that was sent to us through YouTube, so we don't know where this is in the movie. But I, th- I think in the submission, Robert said it was around minute 29, but... okay. Around minute 29. So this is half hour into presumably an hour and a half long movie? It looks like it might be an hour and 10 minutes. Okay, so <laughs> an hour and 10 minutes and 32 seconds. You have the IMDb yeah. open, Paul? Um, I don't. It's just this, the quality speaks to shortness. So this is nearly halfway through this movie. And mm-hmm. we go an entire minute without a single bird or terror. Like, I mean, other than the actions of these people and how inhuman they are, are they birds? Like, is this like a Freaky Friday situation where, like, some birds and some people pee into a fountain together? And and then it's also, like, um, a Trading Places situation where it turns out that the birds are better at business than the people are. And so now these are all, like, birds trying to learn how to be people at NCT Software. That's that's what I think this is about. <laughs> the I, end by I'm John a, Ward. <laughs> <laughs> John, I, I'm a little bit ashamed that my theories have nothing to do with birds. Okay. Looking at this clip, I had completely forgotten that the title had the word bird in it. I assume this was some sort of business film. Okay. And um, <laughs> like like uh, huh. like some sort of uh, what is it? Wolf of Wall Street, except it's like the bird of the Wall bird Street. Of Wall Street. What the bird of Silicon Valley, Valley bird, of the birds, Birdman, no, of so, Silicon Valley. John, the theory that I have prepared doesn't make any sense now that we've <laughs> did, revisited. Well, did my? Did my? It involved birds. <laughs> yes, it's true, but I had wanna, the word bird in it. Paul, you should be confident in yourself. You should, you should be able to tell me what is your theory that has nothing okay, to do so, with birds. So. My theory, so there's my real theory, and then there's my theory of what I want this movie to be about. Okay. So my real theory is that they probably work for MCT company, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're being bought out, and they're about to make a lot of money, 
but not that much money because their office is clearly a Holiday Inn Express boardroom or, mm-hmm. you know. So I had assumed <laughs> it was just some some sort of business movie. Uh, what I wanted it to be was the fever dream of a madman who had done a lot of business cocaine in the 80s and is like business currently in a psych ward reliving his business days, but... Okay. So, like... I, yeah. So, so wait, 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 wait. That would explain the cinematography, though, right? <clears throat> it, it would explain that. It would explain the weird interactions because he was high on cocaine. He doesn't remember it properly, but it still doesn't explain the birds. <laughs> Now, if you frame it, no, 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 Paul, if you frame it your way of what what you gave this as, like, mm-hmm. it does seem kind of, not Lynchian, it, it would be sort of, um, is it The Shining? Who who, who did that? Well, I'm not going to remember 2001 that on 2001 Space Odyssey? Kubrick. It's sort of Kubrickian in, like, The Shining sort of way, where, like, you know, yeah. the hallucinations and the man are in the same scene. And, you know, it's only simply just the way that it's shot and the way that everything is sort of interacting. That's that's the only way that you can tell what's real. I guess it's possible. Yeah. Well, Is this secretly John... a beautifully shot movie? No. <laughs> okay. Well, John, I'm willing John, to go with you on that. Can we recommend this movie? I, I don't know if I can or not. I have no idea. Do you have a, a thought? <laughs> I mean, I can recommend this clip. I have... There's no birds in this. Like, I have no idea what this movie's about. And if we are talking, like... So many questions. If these are abstract bird-demics, then maybe... I don't... I have no idea, Paul. I'm more confused about this than I am any other clip in terms of what the hell it's supposed to be about. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and recommend it, though, because I have no answers at all. Okay. And I, I want someone to know about what's happening here. Okay. So... Somebody watch this and let me know what's happening. Okay. Por favor. Very good. Okay. Any closing thoughts, John? Uh, no. I'm just left with questions. I have no thoughts whatsoever. But I do have a big thank you to Robert for recommending this week's minute. Robert, you um, you make me want to be a better man. You submit a lot of <laughs> clips, and they're they're all beautiful and confusing. It's great. If you want to support the podcast, you can submit your own clip using the contact us form on our website, theminutepodcast.com. Uh, you can also review us on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Reach out to us at theminutepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at MinutePod, or on Facebook. Um, yeah, th- thanks for joining us. Hopefully we can have some more answers for you next week. If not, we'll, we'll see you then. Yep, thank you. Bye-bye. Holy crap, you made it to the end. We'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast.